to episode 89 of Chew On This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So a little while ago, we were at the Intergalactic uh, Expo in uh, Sacramento, West Sacramento, and we had a little raffle, and uh, the people that won got to have a shout-out. And so our shout-out tonight is from Elwin, and it's the real word sound. We'd like to give a shout-out to all his fans. So there you go, Elwin. Shout-out to all your fans. Um, next on the agenda, uh, I would like to talk just briefly a little bit about Patreon. Uh, again, patreon.com is a, is a great website to go to, to, uh, sponsor your favorite artists, such as, such as, uh, chew on this podcast. So we are at patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. And so as little as a dollar per month. And I think with a dollar, you get your own personal shout out, which is kind of cool. Um, so we, we would love to have sponsors, but not just because we want to go and to different cons and things like that, but because, uh, sometimes when we're podcasting, we get hungry and we get thirsty. (laughs) And so we would like to use some of that cash, that sponsor money to go and buy a sandwich or a coffee, not from AMPM, but from Wawa. So He's like, you know, West Coast Wawa has been our hashtag for the past, what, three months. Um, <clears throat> Wawa's only on the East Coast. I think uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and I think Florida now. So I'm from Jersey, so I miss it. And it would be cool if instead of them, um, I mean, either or would be awesome. Obviously, giving us money to do this shit would be fun. But it'd be also cool if they gave us like a lifetime Wawa card. That would be awesome. It would be awesome, and then we'd have to literally fly over there for like five hundred bucks just to have a sandwich. No, so. if they actually, I mean, our, our hashtag. Our <laughs> hashtag if they moved over Coast. here, yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't have to fly anywhere. So hashtag West Coast Wawa, West Coast Wawa, and uh, let's just keep this going until they freaking notice and say, okay, let's do it out here. There you go. Um, also, to remind all of you guys that uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can find us in numerous ways. Uh, our Gmail is uh, chewonthispodcast at gmail.com. And we're also on Twitter and Facebook. We're on there like all the time. So uh, find us on Facebook, Chew On This and Urgent Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Chew On This Pod. We just started doing uh, Chew, on, Chew On This Meme. Uh, so, like, you know, every other day we, we come up with uh, little silly memes and whatnot. So check us out there and follow us at uh, all the numerous places. So tonight, actually, what we're going to be doing finally after a while is reviewing another movie. And this, and this week, uh, it's, I mean, one of the most anticipated movies for us uh, was Spider-Man Homecoming. And uh, I don't even remember what, where it was on our list, but it's there. Yeah, I knew it was in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty high. It's pretty high. Mm. So uh, the first thing I want to do uh, is get all the BS out of the way before we, you know, start talking about this movie. But so, um, I, I read that it did 15 million, you know, uh, the first night. And then I think Friday's box office was pretty big, like the third best this year behind guardians and, uh, beating the beast. I think did like 50 million. And not only that, but the RT rating is very high. In fact, right now, I think you told me earlier was that it was tied for the two best, uh, comic book movies, and one, I know one was Spider-Man 2, and the other one was uh, uh, The Dark Knight, 
Right. So, um, anyway, I, I actually don't know how I feel about that, and we'll get more into that later well, on. It kind of dropped from this morning. Right now it's sitting at 93. It could go back up by the time we drop this podcast on Monday. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's pretty high. Um, you want to do the initial reaction? or You, you go f- – you okay, well, mine's going to be very quickly. I did not love this movie. I, I really – I liked it. Um, I think the franchise now has a lot of potential compared to The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, but I don't think it was up there with uh, with Spider-Man 2 or even maybe even 1. Uh, but uh, but I, I, liked, I liked the movie. I liked Tom Holland. So anyway, and we'll go into more positives later. But I just want to give you a very quick uh, reaction. Uh, my initial reaction is I, I liked the movie a lot. I'm not sure, I still don't know if I loved it. Um, I think there's pluses and minuses to, to both this movie and Spider-Man 2. So I, regardless of what the, the Rotten Tomato rating says, I think they're kind of equal. I could probably find the same amount of faults with this movie that I could find with Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Um, just jumping right off the bat, the, the, the one thing, even though this is a quote-unquote reboot, it doesn't feel like a reboot because they don't tell you the same story over and over again. They mm-hmm. actually tell you the shit that you've never seen on, on screen before. Basically, what Nolan did for Batman Begins or for Batman, this is kind of that. Like, you don't see Uncle Ben get shot again. You know, you don't. he doesn't go right. through that shit. He doesn't go through the mourning of Uncle Ben. This has already happened, like, months ago, and they, they barely, they only say it once, and they don't even say Uncle Ben's name. Nope. That's how much they wanted to stay away from that shit. And that, that part was noticeable and really good for me um i guess i'm starting to talk about the movie but i guess i'll just keep going anyway yeah the, the thing I, the thing i liked about the most about this movie is that it felt like a kid yeah it felt like a kid um even though i think he's was 19 or 20 at the time of this filming um but he was hired when he was what 16 or 17 yeah but he's a he's a small kid too so, i mean he's shorter than robert downey jr and robert downey jr wears like lifts in his shoes to make him talk, like equal to Quentin <laughs> Paltrow. Right. So he, he's, he's still shorter than, than Robert Downey Jr. Um, <clears throat> and he, he seems like a kid and that's uh, in a good way, not like a whiny kid, like the stupid bitch from Jurassic Park. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but in this one, like he, he's, there's that one iconic scene that's pulled from the comic books where he's trapped underneath the rubble towards the end. Yes. He's like, he's like crying. Basically, and it's like, oh my god! It's now all of a sudden, like you're like, yeah, I believe this is a kid, you know. Other than that, it was like you see Tobe, like thirty year old Tobey Maguire crying, and didn't. It seemed like an old man crying. So <laughs> 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 it was the same thing. Which isn't pretty. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's so crying. let's. We're, so, folks, this is a very you know, this is we're going to go into spoiler territory and all that stuff, and and also I just want to say, uh, hang on, hang in there with us because after we go over some negatives. Because we always like to start with the negatives and then gush about it, you know, a movie later on. But uh, after the negatives, I want to uh, give you a, a big announcement for our little podcast. Um, so do you want to start with some negatives or do you want me to start? Yeah, you go with the negatives. Okay. So I got a lot, but they're, but they're not – they're small, you know. So they're more nitpicky? Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of nitpicks. Um, but I also had a lot of positives. So, so I'll start – just very quickly, like, I I thought that it was, it's such a stupid thing to say, but 
I really thought this movie was really predictable, and I think a lot of that had to do with the uh, whoever cut the trailer. I think they showed way too much. I, I could piece the movie together, and when I watched the movie, I hit every beat. I'm just like, yep, yep, yep. That's exactly the way I thought it was gonna it was gonna turn out. Um, secondly, and this was a big one for me. I there's not one time where I went, holy shit, that was awesome. Um, and you know, I don't know. Like, I I don't think every movie should have that, but I felt like in this movie, since they're rebooting it there should have been some sort of wow factor in there. And I didn't get a one. In fact, in the trailer, they showed Spider-Man and Iron Man flying through the city, which that got me so excited watching that at the end of that trailer. And of course, you know, I read somewhere, and of course, when you watch the movie, that isn't in there. And that was kind of the wow factor of that trailer. It was like, oh shit, that's awesome. Like, they're both on their way to, you know, go save the day or whatever. I thought that was kind of cool, but it's not in the movie at all. In fact, Robert Downey Jr. saves his kid's ass like, several times, you know, um, which makes sense, but still, uh, the CGI was really bad in, in a lot of parts. I was real. I don't know, you were watching on IMAX, I was really paying attention to Spider-Man, and there were so many times where I'm like, yeah, that's not Tom Holland, but that looks really fake, uh, the way he was moving around and stuff like that. I, and then when he would stop, and he was the actual actor, it, I was like, okay, there's no, there was no fluidity between him flying all around and then him um, being, you know, acting as Spider-Man normally uh, with the actual actor there, not CGI character. And also, there's a scene in there where where he's fighting the Vulture. And it was so difficult to see what was going on because they were they were zoomed way in, and it reminded me of like, you know, the the. It reminded me of like the Born Identity, Born Supremacy, where the fighting was so close and it was very chaotic. The the, the movement of the camera, or like when they zoomed in on Batman fighting, I hated that. Like when once they zoomed out, it looked awesome, but they were too zoomed in on some of the fight sequences of Spider Man. It was really hard, difficult to see what was going on. Um, another nitpick, and this is one that we've had for since the Marvel movies began, is that the bad guy was pretty weak. Um, I didn't think that his motivation to become bad was was great at all. I mean, he was like he looked like a stand-up guy who was like helping his construction people out and helping his family out by you know doing these big projects, and then the project gets pulled from underneath him, and he becomes bad like immediately. It was like Anakin becoming Vader, or like or like in two seconds. Um, so I didn't like that. Like I would have liked to have seen like him get shit on way more than that to the point where. He breaks, you know. Um, Spider-Man's secret doesn't last very long in this movie. He gets outed uh, a couple of times. Uh, we'll talk about the end sequence later. Um, I thought the introduction to the super suit was completely unnecessary. He didn't need that fucking thing. He, I, I liked him much better when he just has a regular suit. Now he's got a fucking you know, Jarvis-type suit, uh, which I don't know how... You would hide all those electronics in there. That's like a what-the-fuck moment for me, is how they put all that shit in that thin suit. Um, it didn't make sense to me. And then um, and then in a world, in a Marvel world, where there's other superheroes, he didn't get a lot of help. I mean, we've had that argument. Again, that's nitpicking big time, because he is in New York. But it's still, the Avengers Tower's there. Um, yeah, they're, I mean, one of the plot points was they were moving out of that tower to go... To the new facility, 
but like he had absolutely no help and like no one would listen to him. Um, and then another negative for me was Robert Downey Jr., which coincidentally, that was also a positive on my list. <laughs> so he's a negative and a positive. I felt like, you know, some of his utilization was good and some of it was, you could tell like they, they just threw him in there to get people butts in the seats. So I don't know. Again, those are all little things, um, and that's pretty much my list. What was uh, well, if, so if any negative? What you have? So, uh, just a couple things on on what you said for your negatives. The suit they showed how they fit all the electronics in there when he was pulling out the tracking. There was it was it like all these intricate like different like nanodes and wires. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, I guess so. But he also has two web shooters too that are that 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 have that stuff in there, and it's got to be controlling his eyes. So there's not a lot that it's as bulky as like the Iron Man suit. They're they're all shrunk down into his. Yeah, but like he hits a button. He hits a. It's like the. It's like reminding me of Back to the Future too. The the fucking thing like warms you up. It like it blows air on you to to dry you. It has like yeah, when you a couple when, gags I didn't really. You know when you I hit really the. Like. When you hit the button, it, it even the mask like cinched up, and I was like, "That was weird." So, like, I don't know. There must be some sort of technology in there that kind of syncs the two things together because they're separate. But when he pushes the button on the suit, even the, the neck cinches up, and I was like, "Okay, that's interesting." Um, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out the mechanics of it. And obviously, this shit doesn't exist, and they have to make it. <laughs> you know, I get that, but. It's still, that was a little bit unbelievable to me. I was like, eh, I don't this buy that. This also the same world where there's a Norse god. Well, yeah, of course. But So, I mean, it was okay for me because I didn't really think about it too much. I, I, I kind of figured, like, just the way Stark built technology in the movies and and the fact that he had, like, these high-tech web shooters and mechanical eyes to focus his, it's basically a spidey sense. And they showed that scene where he was pulling out the tracking um, thing and I thought it was okay um, because he also has a belt too. Well, okay, so qu- just one. So one question before you go to your your list is that okay? So he's got this super suit, but wouldn't it have been better if he just had a normal suit and then maybe at the end, you know, he gives him something that's a little bit upgraded because like it just seemed like unfair or something for him to like right off the bat get this fucking kick ass suit and do all this well, shit. He wasn't supposed to. Yeah, but it, the suit. well, he hacked the suit to give him more options, but still, like, he, it still did a lot of shit. You know, you had yeah, but at the end of the day, he 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 didn't really use it. He didn't really need it. Um, I don't I, know. I thought, there was one part where I thought like the little spiders flying around, the parachute thing, which, yeah, the all that. I, I'm just like, where the fuck are they hiding all that? Anyway, I. Uh, I, I just that was just a little annoyances to me. I, I didn't feel it was necessary, but anyway, sorry. Well, you, knew you go on your negatives. You was going to happen because it was Iron Man building that suit, so yeah, it's kind of foretelling. Um, and then the um, when you said about the Avengers not helping, because you got to remember this time frame that there are, there are no Avengers right now; they're gone. Oh yeah, they're After all Civil War. they've yeah. all dispersed. That's right. Captain America's not going to show up and fucking help him uh, over arms deal that is not world ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So anyway, so so that makes sense. Was, but uh, my my nitpicks were that uh, man, it, it's 
these these are true nitpicks too. So <laughs> so I really liked I, I I liked the callbacks to all the things that were going on. Some of them seemed a little convenient and and one of the nitpicks I had was like this big secret that Michelle I I don't even know the actress's name it starts with a Z. Um, Zend- she was Zendaya yeah, whatever her name is. She was supposed to play Mary Jane, and, like, no, her name is Michelle in the movie. Yeah, and I And at the very that. end, they, they do, like, the, they, they literally do, like, the Dark Knight Rises thing, where she, you know, says that she's she's MJ, and I'm like, I don't know about that. And it has nothing to do with the fact that she's, whatever she is, like, black or half black, whatever. Yeah, no. It has everything to do with the they fact pulled that a she start was to- so... They pulled a Star Trek two on that one. It's like they like said from day so, one. But the character throughout the entire movie, I, I was thinking in the back of my head, I was like, please don't be MJ because like you're so not her. I thought she might be Black Cat or something eventually, or you know, whatever it was. It does. I just didn't want her to be MJ because of the way that they were, the way that they portrayed her character. Yeah, and that was not MJ to me. I no. don't care like what color they changed her. I just didn't want that character to be MJ. Yeah, you know, like so, just because like it wasn't like the, the 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 heart of MJ was not in her, so I don't remember MJ being like that brilliant either. I mean, they, like they took liberties with things. Like Flash was a, like Indian, you know? Yeah, yeah. So which I didn't really care about that because it it kind of put it put him on the same level as Peter Parker intellectually, and I guess they thought like you know the the old tired trove of. You know, the jock has to fight the nerd or whatever, you know, or hate the nerd in, in the school is kind of but, but he was same. he was weak, too. I mean, I didn't think because like Flash Thompson's supposed to be, you know, like a, 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 a total dick, you know, a, right. a bully or whatever. And I didn't feel I felt the whole time. I'm like, well, Spider-Man, he could, he's Spider-Man right now. You can kick your ass. Like, I didn't yeah, but feel, he doesn't know that. And Flash, I know, was, Flash but, is definitely the dick in the like if if. If he didn't have those powers, he would basically be bullied every single day from from Flash. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I like I liked the fact that they changed Flash's character for that to update the, you know, is he's still a bully, but he's mm-hmm. a bully that's on the same level as Peter is because of the school they go to. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I, I I liked that, but I didn't like the fact that he wasn't as smart as Peter, because the Flash. And the, the only reason why is because. Flash Thompson's supposed to be like the all-state football player, right? And he couldn't even make his own like uh, traveling was science team or whatever academic team. He he couldn't even make like the the starting lineup for that. So that 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 part just bothered me just because Flash Thompson's supposed to be really good at athletics. So that was a nitpick too. Um, yeah. Um, the scene that you the the thing I had the same nitpick as you with the fight at the end of the at the end of the uh, movie where. The shit was zoomed in right on top of the uh, the plane when they were fighting each other. Oh yeah, and I was watching that shit on IMAX, so um, that was really difficult for me to um, to to follow. I didn't have the same gripe with you about the the, the computer graphics for Spider Man. It looked the movie looked amazing on, on in IMAX. God. And okay. and you know me, like I'm pretty I'm pretty visual when it comes to that shit and like I I hate bad special effects. Yeah. But it seemed it I mean, it was really good when I saw it, so I didn't I didn't I didn't pick that up. The Tony Stark thing, I was I I said from day 1 when we heard about this movie that I was nervous about Robert Downey Jr. coming into it. Yeah. Um and I think they they kind of towed the line. Um, but they never crossed it. Um, so I was 
I was kind of I was really relieved about that that he it make it would make sense because of how their relationship started. Right. You know that he would kind of be a mentor, but he was basically a hands-off type mentor because in the other side of it he's dealing with the aftermath of civil war, you know, so that's that's why they're moving upstate New York. So Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But he was in it just enough. Um I'm sure there's other nitpicks I'm forgetting, but they were kind of they were kind of small. Um, I can't think of I can't think of any major ones right now. Those are those are the ones that stood out the most to me. Like I kind of like shook my head a little. Like I the the nitpicks I remembered are the one the parts where I shook my head, like the MJ and the the Flash scene. The yeah. Anytime Flash was when I found out Flash wasn't on the first, you know, on the, on the starting lineup for the academic team. Hmm. Yeah, they kind of put a lot of stock in Peter. Like he's like this ultra genius in the whole. School, I mean, he is know? in in the in the in the in the comic books. He is. So. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. So those are all your negatives in a nutshell. I think so, but I'm sure I'm going to come up with something like when we're talking about the positives. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's fine. So anyway, before we move on, uh, this is a, a huge announcement for our podcast. So. Uh, we, we reached out to uh, San Francisco Comic-Con because uh, we wanted to podcast there, and uh, they accepted us. So we're going to have our own, very own panel. So we're actually going to podcast live. And I think this is, what, the second time we've done that? Well, well it's, the, not, it's not going to be... Te- it's, technically, it's, though. It's just it's us. It's podcasting live, but it's yeah. not like we're not going to be broadcasting it live. So no, no, no. It'll still be released on Monday. Yeah, we're we're but we we have our own panel. We're going to be podcasting in front of a live audience, uh, whoever shows up, <laughs> and uh, but it, it should be interesting. But that's San Francisco Comic Con, and I think it's uh, what September second and third. Oh yeah, right, right. Well, first first to the third, I think the the Comic Con lasts. Yes, but we're going on on the second Saturday at ten o'clock. So yes. if you're in the San Francisco area, come on by. Buy Once a again, ticket. We- yeah, once again, we got this gig with the guy never listening to our podcast. <laughs> so maybe we just keep that trend. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be the most popular podcast nobody's listening to. Exactly. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, as long as we get sponsors. Anyway, right, so, so... So our positives. Um, yes. One of the positives I had... Uh, uh, well, that he's a kid. Yeah, uh, he's, it really he's felt like he was a kid. Yeah, yeah. he's 15. Uh, Tom Holland is amazing. I'm uh, Athletically, uh, acting-wise, he's fantastic. He's Peter Parker. Yeah, uh, for uh, sure. He, he, by far, like, I, I never felt like, other than the stereotypical nerd things that they put, um, God, what's his name, Tobey Maguire through, uh-huh. it's still never, he never felt like Peter Parker. Um, he had maybe one or two, like, um, snippy remarks to like villains, but never really, never really did any of that. Um, right. And then they st- they kind of got it right with Andrew Garfield, um, and they kind of shied away from it. But this one seems like the most uh, realistic possible, mainly because they wrote it from the from the point of view of a seventeen year old or fourteen year old kid. Yes. How what age he's playing in it. And he looks like a fourteen-year-old kid, even though he's like freaking jacked as hell because he's Spider-Man. But oh, and that's the other thing too. The positive thing is, you you know, we said that you don't see Uncle Ben get shot again, and you don't see him get bit by the spider again. Right, it doesn't happen. He barely, it's barely mentioned. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's they definitely made a conscious effort to make sure that they didn't go over the same shit 
they really came from the outside of like, you've already seen that movie, so we're not going to waste an hour and 20 minutes to get to this point. Right. Yeah, they didn't waste a lot of time. Um, the The beginning video was really cool. Uh, it was like like a three or four minute sequence where he's uh, narrating um, when he went to Germany to fight against the Avengers. Uh, that was really, I thought that was pretty cool because it like I liked I liked Happy Hope. I liked Happy being back. <laughs> he was Favreau, funny. Mr. He was awesome. <laughs> I love was, John Favreau. Yeah, he's so awesome, and he's like he plays the liaison essentially uh between Parker and and Iron Man so like he could he contacts Happy once in a while to talk to him um so one of the things that I read about when they were making this movie they had mentioned John Hughes' name you know he was a big uh director writer in the 80s right. um a lot of our favorite comedies and kids uh, coming of age stories and all that and so um I d- I did notice right away, you know, watching this movie, that it's very teen angsty, very John Hughesian, um, but I don't think it quite got to the level where I thought it would, you know, it should be in order to transcend a comic book movie. It still was a comic book movie. It didn't quite get into the, I don't know. He is well. That, well it's pretty funny close. That you said though. that it's it's funny that you said that because if you if you can pull away all the times that he's Spider-Man, there's not a lot of movie. Right. Right. Because it's not like the Christopher Nolan Batman's where Batman only shows up when he's needed. This kid is dying to be Spider-Man every single minute of every single day. So he's in the suit a lot. Yeah. Like right after school, just boom, suit starts running. So, um, so it, it kind of played, a double-edged sword for me where in the sense that if you could watch just the interaction of the high school kids, there was a little bit of John Hughesian type stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made sense if you're a 14 year old kid and you can do all these things and you, I mean, walking would be so boring for you. I mean, why would you not <laughs> want to web swing through New York city every single day? Right? Like I would want to be in that suit all the time too. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, they did that little thing with the house party that kind of went nowhere. Um, I oh, thought, he fucks up a lot in this, too. It, it, it reminded me of uh, uh, Casino Royale for mm-hmm. James Bond. But obviously, James Bond's a lot older. And he, he fucks uh, and Peter Parker in this fucks up so much because he's a 14-year-old kid. I mean, he destroys a lot of property in that one chase scene. Oh, yeah, he does. Because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. He has no idea. And, it, you know, the... People are laughing because, like, he couldn't web swing anywhere because it was in the middle of the park and there was no trees or anything. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, it was funny when he was running around the running across the golf course. But it's but at the same time, I was thinking, it's like, oh, this is pretty brilliant. It's subconsciously telling you that this kid doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Right. Like, he's not ready for any of this. Exactly. But even though he keeps like every other 14 year old kid, like when you were 14 and I was 14. You knew I think everything. I knew fuck- yeah. <laughs> so picture the fact that. You think you know everything, and you have these powers. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, yeah, you're gonna exactly. do exactly what the fuck he did. I would do the exact same thing. You just like run, um, you run out. Although of I would have showed, <laughs> although I would have, although I would have showed up at uh, at Liz's party to to show up, uh, Flash. I would have done that. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't. 
I, I was really surprised that he didn't do something and then regret it later on. Because, like, he used his powers for something stupid to get over right. one on Flash and then feel bad about it later. Like, I thought something like that was going to happen. But he literally shows up to the party and turns around and leaves. And I was like, I was like, oh, man, they've kind of missed an opportunity there. So, um, so but, what, actually, one of the things I wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. when you were going through your negatives is the reveal. Did you okay? Oh, let's talk with, about Michael with, Keaton. Uh, let's talk, let, okay, let's, yeah. let's talk about Michael Keaton first. I okay. love Michael Keaton in this. I do. Too. I loved him in it. Loved him too. in it. My favorite part was when you had been seeing him for the whole movie. He was just the villain, and I, I, I actually didn't get the same sense as you did. I actually really liked this villain a lot, and I was trying to debate whether or not it was because it was Michael Keaton, and I love Michael Keaton so much, but I actually liked him. Because he was such a he was all he was all he really did was like he was just like in Sons of Anarchy like selling AK forty sevens out of his like warehouse, and that's <laughs> and that's the level of villain that he was, and that was great because that for Spider Man is he's not ready for anything else. You know he wasn't like if you put him against the kingpin he would have died instantly he would have died he would have been murdered, but that the fact that he's facing the Vulture as his first person you know because it's just like. Again, they're like the Sons of Anarchy people. You know, he's basically jacks with wings. But I loved how evil he was, and then all of a sudden, when he shows up in the reveal of uh, that he's uh, Liz's dad the whole time. Wait, mm-hmm. it, it is Liz, right? That's her name, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Liz's dad. I thought it was like, oh, I didn't even see that. I, I didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah. Oh, you did? I didn't oh, yeah. see it coming. Yeah, I knew, like, I, I knew that. Probably a good twenty minutes before that scene, but when he was at the door and the door was about to open, what they gave really, it away. They played it up. Uh, the fact that he hadn't run into the guy yet, because it reminded me of of the first Spider Man with the Green Goblin and his friend and all that stuff, and his you know, but only the audience knew. I mean, we knew it from the very beginning who the bad guy was, or who mm-hmm. who the bad guy was related to. This one, it's like there were nothing connecting the Vulture to him except for when he did a job and then he would go and pick him up. So I'm like, there's something up. He's going to be related to somebody that Parker knows. And Liz was the only logical explanation other than Zendaya, but she was just kind of a background character. So, you know, and then right before the door opens, I, I, they kind of pause and I was like, I turned to my son and I'm like, watch, it's Michael Keaton watch. And it opened the door and there he was. I was like, I fucking knew it. You know, but but it was cool though. Like it wasn't like completely predictable, but it was cool. Like it made it, it kind of made this tension. I think way better in that movie than in Spider Man. You know, when they're all sitting around Thanksgiving dinner and all that shit. Right, that was a yeah. really weird, awkward scene. Um, but that's due to Michael Keaton. Like this was way better. I mean, it was. Way... Oh my god! You see the look on on you know on Tom Holland's face. He was just like fuck. You know, you got to be kidding me, you know. Um, and, and you could tell Michael Keaton was just like, he's like, are you all right, son? <laughs> you know, like, you're like you've seen a ghost. Well, they hit it so much where, like, Liz, Liz's name is said in the movie, and it's not Tombs. No. They never explained why they, it's different. They never said, they never said her last name. No, um, it was Liz Allen. Liz Allen? Yeah. They never oh, say so- Michelle's, they never say Michelle's name. Yeah, they never say Michelle's name either. I don't know. I, I I figured it out pretty early on that I didn't I didn't I didn't pick up on happen. that. And I'm usually pretty good at that stuff, but I didn't pick up on that. But I loved every scene after that 
because okay so what i was trying to say was like when he shows up at the door all of a sudden it's michael keaton from like mr mom yeah you know right like i was like oh my god and, and i'm not saying that as a negative thing like he's rehashing a character i'm just saying it reminded me of a different character yeah totally and and, and that's a good thing because he's playing dad you know like if you walked like he was he was actually a pretty cool dad yeah. Um, when when Peter showed up, and it wasn't until he found out that he was Spider Man that, and, and in the car, in the car he fucking changed from dad to like I'm gonna fucking kill everybody. Oh man, that was menacing. That was scary. And I was like, that's I, I was like, I love Michael Keaton. That's I, all I kept thinking about during that entire scene was, oh my god, I love this guy. He can do anything. Well, and, and I, I was, and it was pretty plausible. Like you in the car scene when they're all three driving to the prom, like. You see Michael Keaton working things out in his head as they're talking, and he figures out who that is. Like, you right. see the expression on his face like, oh, shit, that's – so now they both know who each other are. And I, but but they did it in such a good way. Like, I didn't know how they were going to, you know, do the reveal. Like, in his first Spider-Man, it's because he got cut by one of Goblin's, you know, throwy knives or whatever. So – um, but this, this was good. I, I liked how he kind of, and you saw his expression, like how he figured it out. Then he's like, Hey, I need to have a man to man talk with this guy. And I was like, Oh shit, here it comes. You know, here comes, he's going to, uh, threaten this kid, this poor little kid, 15 year old kid. Yeah. So the first time in a long time too, uh, I think Marvel had like a really good villain in the movie. You think so? I, I, I do. I actually do think so. I, I he's not like on Loki's level cause Hiddleston is just so really good as yeah. as Loki. He's my favorite. But I mean, you don't really know too much about the Vulture. You know, he's not a major Spider-Man villain. And I thought, like he, uh, you know, when I remember, you know, reading in the comic books or watching cartoons, I was like, oh, it's the Vulture who gives a shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he gives a fuck. It's the Vulture. But I thought, I thought they did a good job with this one, putting it on the level that he could actually hold himself up to oh you know, yeah I, I, I so i don't i guess you don't think he he was a, a good enough villain to well, equal peter parker i, I don't well I, I thought he did okay so maybe i should backtrack a little bit i think that when i was watching it i or after i watched it i started really thinking about it i'm like i think the greatest villain was peter himself so so the vulture was merely a, a guy doing his thing and Peter Parker was trying to thwart it. And obviously Michael Keaton from flying around on that shit for several years, he was really good. Like he defeated Spider-Man, like pretty much defeated, beat the shit out of him. And he was, and he didn't finish him off because he was like greedy for that, for that shit in the plane, you know, for Tony Stark's plane. I mean, he could have finished Spider-Man off right then and there or tied him up, did something to him and then went and got the stuff. But instead he just dropped him and then went and got the stuff and then he got beat up. So I, I think more – I think he's more of like just a, a – He to me he wasn't like a main boss. I, I want to say like Spider-Man was more the villain in it than he was and it, as far as like you're, you're, he was defeating himself. He wasn't uh, – you know, I, I don't know. I think he was too cocksure or something. He was too egotistical or he thought he could do these things. And yet he needed more time and more practice. Like Tony was just like, you're not ready. But he told, was like, no, I am ready. You know what I mean? And it wasn't until the very end when he was like crushed with all the cement and he was ready to like pretty much suffocate and die in there. And he was about ready to give up. 
And that's when he, like, he manned up. Like, he finally, like, said, you know, finally really believed that he can do this. And he ends up out on top. But he was kind of his own worst enemy throughout the movie. And, he was. And uh, so, you know, the well, vulture. 14-year-olds are. Yeah, so the vulture wasn't on Loki level, but you're right. I mean, he did what he needed to do. The, the, he needed to be the bad guy that this movie needed to be. Now, from here, you need to get someone more on the level, you know, like a Doc Ock or somebody that can really have the potential of messing with his life and 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 be really scary, you know, on that on that front. But yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, he for what he was, he did a really good job. And I love Michael Keaton, too, so I could be totally biased as well. But I just felt like, you know, on the pantheon of, of villains, it still hasn't quite, you know, gotten to this, like, level of, like, holy shit, that that guy, that guy is genuinely scary. Like, I'm... No, there wasn't... Well, nobody really in the Marvel Universe really is. Like, even, like, Ego... In, in Guardians no, of the he's, he's a fucking planet, yeah. and you still weren't really scared well, of him. Thanos, Thanos, speech, Th- Thanos well, has got to be the in, guy. That speech in the car that Keaton was giving to uh, to Peter Parker, um, that Toombs was giving to Peter Parker, where he tells him not to mess with him, and you heard like a you know one sentence from that line. But when you watch the whole thing in context, it's that's pretty scary. I don't remember feeling the same um, way when Loki was it, being bad. It is, but see, but see, the the other issue is that you know he's a blue collar worker. He's just trying to get by, make it in the world, and, and pay his employees and pay make sure his family lives and all that stuff. So he's not as scary as like someone like for so Spider Man was like in his thirties. I think the vulture wouldn't have had that speech with him. He'd just be like, "I'm going to kill well, you right that's now." That's why it makes yeah, but because that's he's a why kid, fourteen-year-old kid, like that's yeah, why it happens. He just threatens him with a line, you know, like, "Hey, I'm going to fucking kill you and your and your family." But but he doesn't listen to him. He still goes after him, you know. So what do you think of what do you think of him not telling Scorpion at the end of the movie? Oh, spoilers by the way, Scorpion's in this movie. Uh, uh, is, a lot of is it Scorpion or is it? Oh, so who's? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from Better Call Saul. Yeah, the yeah that guy. I I thought I thought one of the guys was supposed to be Prowler, but I think maybe that's the um, uh, the, who's the guy that was spo- that wanted to be Miles Morales. Who is that guy? No, that's not him. Uh, Don- Donald Glover. Donald Glover is supposed to be somebody too in the future, but I don't remember who he's supposed to be. No, but, he's just the, but he's anyway, just the uncle. He's just the uncle of Miles Morales, actually. Oh, that's who he is. Okay. Well, there was some guy that some name popped up, and I was like, "Oh, that guy's the the Prowler." But then they had like the Shocker, which that changed hands a couple times. And then you had those are second, third tier bad guys. But yeah, Scorpion. Um, I, so I think he didn't tell him because he has something planned. There's got to be something planned that he's going to do to come after to come after Peter because it's kind of like a, a personal vendetta. I thought it was uh, that he saved his life because he 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 uh, spared Peter because he saved his daughter in yeah, the car. Yeah, that's what he said. So I thought I took it as he is not going to tell people who Peter Parker is. Okay, because he saved his life. Okay, I could buy that. I guess because because that was his mo from earlier. You're right. He kind of right. established that. Um. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. And then, but but before that, I mean, we get to see 
uh, I thought it was pretty cool when like he's going to induct him into the Avengers, and I'm sitting there going, like, nah, he's not going to take it. He's not going to take that job. And then he, like, says, no, Stark, I'm not. I want to just be a, a neighborhood Spider-Man for now. And, and he leaves, and then, like, Stark opens the door, and there's all that press in there. And I was like, oh, shit, he was going to give it to him. That's crazy. That's kind of funny because I felt like – I was like, did they just, like, not tease Civil War but give a shout-out to Civil War? You mean Secret War or Civil War? No, C- Civil War because okay. there's that iconic panel where he's standing next to Tony Stark as Spider-Man. Oh, he pulls the and, mask off. Right. And in this version, Tony was just going to tell who Peter Parker is because he was going to live within the Avengers facility. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. So, that's I did, right. I did, so I thought that I, that's what I picked up as. I was like, oh, that's a nice callback to, to Civil War. Um, I, didn't mind, I didn't mind seeing the iron suit. I thought the iron suit were pretty no, good. No, I thought iron I, that, suit. that surprised me. I didn't think I was going to see that. I, I, I saw that. I was like, oh, dude, that's so cool. It didn't surprise. It surprised me up until the part where they're walking down the hallway and there's a giant A that looks like a vault. I'm like, that's where the suit is. <laughs> so right up until that point, I wasn't expecting it. But then when they walked down the hallway and I saw that vault, I was like, "There's they're going to reveal the Iron, Iron Spider suit here." <laughs> but but yet when he knocks on the door, you didn't think Michael Keaton would be on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, let's see where your head's at. Uh, oh, it's all about the tech. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> no, that suit looked pretty sick. I was like, oh man, like yeah. he did it. He did it. That's he's gonna. That's gonna come out. That's got to be in, in Infinity War. It has to be. Yeah. Oh, I imagine so. Because uh, if he doesn't, he's so fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> He has no idea. Like, if he had a hard time with Vulture, he has no idea what the fuck he's in for for, for Thanos. Oh, my God, yeah. That'd be really uh, messed up. Let's move on to Marissa Tomei. Oh, uh, I, I loved her in this. I, I loved I, her. I loved her in this. I, I loved her before, too. Yeah. But I loved her in this because she literally is that cool aunt. Yes. She's no longer like Grandma Aunt May. And she is an ins- aunt. And instead of keeping the secret, it kind of made sense... Although I don't know for her to find she, out the way uh, she found well, out, but spoilers. But there is a the very ending of the movie. Aunt May pulls out the best line. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but, <laughs> but Aunt May has the best line I think in the movie that never gets finished. Yes, yeah, it's great. That that was really good. That got a big reaction from the crowd. Yeah, was, mine too. Mine it was too, great. Yeah. It was great. I loved how they played up the fact that it was Marissa Tomei, and let's not hide the fact that she's like still very good looking. And, uh, yeah, they toned her the, down, but she's still good looking toned down. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, she got like what free dessert or something at the Chinese restaurant. And <laughs> yeah, she was, that's like, right. Was, and then, but the very beginning is Tony Stark like telling her to wear something sexy or something. <laughs> wear something skimpy. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that happened all the way throughout the movie that I thought was genius is they kept showing uh, Captain America these like PSAs with yeah, with yeah, Captain yeah. America uh, talking about like you know you're in um, you got in trouble and now you're in Saturday school whatever it was I can't remember detention what it was detention and a lot of callbacks to John Hughes movies too by the way and 80s yeah. references like that was a Breakfast Club they did a a, a Ferris Bueller's Day Off reference. Um, there it was yes. all it was all over the place. Um, oh, so interesting. So the Captain America is in all those videos, right? Yeah. Well, the principal. I don't, do you know who the principal is? 
Uh, no. He's the grandson of one of the Howling Commandos for Captain America, the Asian guy. Oh, group. is it's that the same? It's the same no. actor, though. It's oh. the same actor, though. I didn't so he's catch playing that. his his own grandson. That's so cool. Was there so the, any memorabilia scene, in there? Yeah, there's a scene where Pete, where he's talking to Peter. Because I'm like looking at this guy, I'm like, I th- where the hell have I seen this guy? Because you see you see him early on in the movie, and then you see him in the principal's office, and right above the filing cabinet is like shit from like World War II, and it's him, no. and it looks like him, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how can that be him? And I'm thinking, I'm like looking through, I'm looking through the the cast, you know, names and uh-huh. stuff like that, or the the character the character names that he played, and I was like, oh my god, that's the same fucking name as the other guy. From Captain America: First Avenger, but oh. he's playing. So it's the same actor, but he's just playing his own grandson. I fucking so love the pictures, that. the pictures above the filing cabinet are of his grandfather in World War II. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. That's kick ass. I, it I like, threw me I completely like off, like and it threw me completely off when I saw a picture of him in World War II on the filing cabinet, and it that that's when I was like, wait a minute, something doesn't make sense. So yeah. I tried to keep. Sorry, as soon. As soon as I got back home, I started looking up who he was, and I was like, "Wait a minute, he was in First Adventure," and then I checked the names. I did, dude. I totally that totally went right over my head. Uh, that's that is super cool, super super cool. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. You want to go over the Easter eggs now? Uh, I don't have. Do you have any written down? Some of the Easter eggs. Yeah, I don't have anything written down. I guess I got. I can go from my head. Uh, uh, well, okay. So the, one of the Easter eggs that we talked about is is the panel. I forget who did it, but there's a panel in the Amazing Spider-Man comic book where Peter is being crushed by rubble. Yes, that's one of them. Yep. Then it, in the same in the same sequence, right before he lifts himself out of it, there's another comic book panel, and it, this one really stood out to you. I mean, this one just looked different than any other shot in the in the movie, mm-hmm. and I was like. That's a comic book panel right there, and it's that famous panel. Sometimes when like Peter Parker in the comic books, you can't show enough expression because his mask is on. Right. So they they kind of fade the mask out on half the face, even though he's still wearing it. It's like even though he still has the mask on, in order to show the audience who's reading the comic book how dire the situation is or what Peter's face looks like underneath as he's saying these lines, uh-huh. they'll paint like they'll paint like half of it, just normal face Oh, with the other half, like oh. uh, mask. So that, that was like pulled right out of the comic books there too. What about, um, Oh, I did. I noticed, and this was so freaking cool, but the very, very beginning, the music was the original Spider-Man theme song. Yes. The there, 19- there was lots of beats in there. Yeah. 1960s or 70s Spider-Man cartoon. And they, and it was done so well it wasn't like that weird throwaway thing in the right. sam raimi you know movie um yeah There's a lot of like the school that they went to is like a smart school so there's um wasn't betty brant in that movie too in the movie yeah, she was yeah she was played by uh originally what's her name uh in the in the raimi spider-man's yeah because she's well she was played by elizabeth banks but she right. is eventually going to work at daily bugle which is where he's eventually going to work at so point. the first time you see Peter in one of the classes, you see like Albert Einstein and all the pictures at the top. Yeah. So like I, I knew like to look at all the pictures all the way to the far right was Bruce Banner's picture. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I didn't catch that. That's awesome. Uh, let me think what else. Um, 
I'm trying to think off the top of my head. There's a lot of people, um, you know, like his friends and stuff. Like Ned, I, I had completely forgotten, but Ned is the like his watchtower oracle. What what did they call him in the movie? The chair. They yeah, call yeah, him. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually in the comic books as well. Um. And then, of course, you know, Donald Glover is the uncle of Miles Morales, which... But I didn't even know that. Oh, the AI, the, the Sp- Peter's AI is Karen, who I found out later was Jennifer Connelly. Oh, uh, that's... Do you know who Jennifer Connelly's married to? Uh, to Jarvis, Paul Bettany. Right, in real life. Oh, that's so... F- oh, my God. That's amazing. That gives me... That's awesome. Yeah. I fucking love that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Those are, like... I, I, Those I are the get, big ones. I didn't... Well, I, I don't know her voice very well. I don't know Jennifer Connelly's voice very well. And a friend of mine told me that. And I was like, wait a minute. Who the fuck is she married to? Yeah. Jarvis. <laughs> Matt, that's so crazy. He's like, hey, I got, a, I got an idea for you guys to get a voice in the suit. And, yeah, they choose. That's too cool. And, of course, the Iron Spider suit, which I can't wait to see what that's going to do later on. Um, uh, the Sokovia Accords were mentioned. Like, Yep. During one of the classes. Um, oh, the history of, uh, class. Pe- yeah, yeah Pepper, Pepper Potts is back, which I yeah. thought was awesome. Yeah, she looked good. She looked yeah, good. Yeah, and they didn't miss a beat. Like, it just looks like they're back together. It looked, you know, it seemed pretty good. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's pretty, I mean, this movie had a lot. I mean, it definitely, you're like, okay, Spider-Man's in the MCU. Like, he's solidified in there. So I really, really enjoyed that. And I hope that... Sony continues to do that. I, so I read that he will be back in two years with his own standalone movie, um, but he's in the Infinity War uh, next May. So that's that's going to be pretty cool. Right. Yeah, he's in five total Spider-Man movies. In, uh, in the Spider-Man movie, the the next Spider-Man movie is actually supposed to take place right after Infinity, Infinity War? War. Yeah. So. Okay. So, oh man, this is a great time gonna, to be alive, man! It's such a fun time. We're gonna have to talk about the Infinity War um, before it releases because there's a lot of stuff in there that's different from the comic books. That is major, um, possible major, obviously major spoilers. But like when they fight Thanos in the comic books, it's a, it's all of Marvel fighting. Yes, and, and, and a lot of, of and a lot of a lot of people die too. A lot of a ton of people die in gruesome ways. Yeah, Pretty I'm kind of uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that though. That because they, I mean, they very rarely kill anyone off, so it's it's going to be kind of interesting um, how that's going to work. And yeah, I mean, shoot, like we did with Civil War last year, where we went back and reread the comics, and then not the whole like 150 issues or whatever it was, just the main main uh, story. That was really cool, and then to actually watch the movie and try to compare the two was kind of neat. So we definitely have to do that for Infinity Wars next year. I'll I'll get all those comics together and start reading them again. All so, right, so uh, let's uh, let's do our ratings now. All right, let's. Uh, you go first with uh, your diversity rating. Uh, well, um, I I want to say plethora because there was a lot of diversity in this movie: female, uh, ethnicity. Uh, on, on many levels, and uh, it wasn't just like a bunch of white people. Uh, so, I, I mean, I can go down and name all the characters and whatnot, but I thought I thought it was a plethora. I, th- I thought it was a plethora too, except for one thing. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like, but I did like at the same time, was that 
Keaton is white, but his wife and his child are both. Well, obviously she's mixed, mm-hmm. but if that is her biological father, because they have different last names, but but the 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 mother and the wife is black, so it was like okay, because the villain is the main villain. Why not just make him black? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I kind of I kind of felt that way too. Um, and like, like it, it almost felt like you made you made Liz black so that you could hide the reveal even longer. I'm not saying they did that. I'm just saying like, but but, just that, but that's like an interesting theory. That. It kind of, it was an interesting theory because it did, I, it didn't throw me off in that I was kind of half expecting him to, to, uh, because we never met. Did we meet the mother earlier in the movie? Yeah, I don't remember. No, never met the mother. Not until see, not until see, he shows up to pick her up. See the if they really home. if they really wanted to throw you off. They would have showed the mother in the beginning, so you're like, "Oh, she's has you know her parents are black," but they didn't they didn't do that, so that didn't, it didn't throw me off. Um, I know this sounds really weird this this conversation we're having, but it's like anyway. I I felt like I I kind of felt the same way. I'm like, why did they just get Idris Elba, or why did they just get a, a white you know a white mom, and then maybe she could have been adopted, you know, whatever whatever the the thing is, but you know. It's kind of like they tried to do that with Fantastic Four as well. You know, they did the old switcheroo yeah. there, uh, which I didn't yeah, feel worked. They did, but... Yeah, it didn't work. This one, it just it felt it felt odd. Not that you can't have an interracial couple. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying like it as as far as like a story or a a plot point to hide the reveal. It seemed rather convenient. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Was like really black and or like it. Mix whatever again. It's never established. Yeah, they have different last name. That's why I keep saying it. Um, because it, you, you know his name is Tombs. His last name is Tombs. Yeah, and you maybe know it was her last name is Allen. Well, maybe it's stepdad. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, but the point yeah. is, it just it, it just didn't feel right. Just it, to me, it felt like a a way to like hide the reveal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But that. But again, everything else was was you know I guess plethora except for the two main characters in the movie again, or the three main characters are all white. Right. <laughs> But it is Spider-Man, so I did want to see, you know, I think we mentioned him all back. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Miles Morales and, you know, an Asian Hulk, but I, I wanted I wanted Marvel to get a crack at Peter Parker. Yes. That's all. I did, I, I did that's too. the only reason that I was like, I'm t- if, they, if they were going to reboot the whole thing again, like Sony was going to reboot the whole fucking thing again, and they didn't do Miles Morales, I'd be pissed. But, but just listen, because it went back to Marvel, I wanted to see their their version of Marvel. But, uh, but they're they're setting that up though, dude. They're setting that up for Miles. He well, they, he's already his uncle's already in the movie, so yeah, you know it's yeah. coming. But he he will be around because because you know Tom Holland can only be a kid for so long, and then something will happen to like he's gonna kind well, of Miles Morales is is younger, I think, than yeah. Peter Parker was. Yes, yeah, you'd have in to the comic be. books. You'd have to be. Like just imagine, like maybe right now he's like six or seven years old. So yeah, and like, it's so gonna and happen like, soon. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's just a matter of like, how did Miles Morales become the the new Spider? I don't remember. He wasn't. I think bit. he was bit this. I don't. I, I honestly don't remember. He wasn't bit the same way. Maybe it was something else that happened to him. I can't Man, remember. Now I gotta find. I gotta figure that out because I can't remember either. But anyway, um, all right. Your full rating now. How many chances? Uh, uh, I'll. I'm going to give it a, a, a gracious four chainsaws. Hmm. Maybe well, after I mean, everything I, you said, I would. I thought you would have given it a three. 
No, 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 no. I don't think it was a horrible movie. I just think that Well, 3 is not horrible. No, 3 is 3 is like 60%. That's that's not good. <laughs> um I I didn't want to give it that. I, I but see, my okay, the RT rating to me is way too high. I felt like it's in the mid 80s, and so that's why I'm going to give it a 4 cuz that's a 4 is like a straight up, you know, 80%. So there you go. Now I'm being a little gracious. I th- I think I, I think I'm going to give it a four lightsabers, and I think I, I would I would keep it I would borderline eighty nine ninety percent for this movie. Um, okay. I I didn't get the same feeling I got walking out of uh, Spider Man that I did for the Dark Knight. Like that's that's how I put movies like the comic book movies. But out that there. could like, I, the same feeling. Right, but that could be coming. Like I didn't expect this movie to be like blow my my shit up but i expect the next one to be like that Mm. like i i really do i expect like this one was like batman begins but i expect the next one to be you know not i don't know if anything's ever going to be at the level of the dark knight because i remember that whole movie in the dark knight the whole movie i was sitting there watching that movie i i still remember it to this day how excited and how like the whole movie i was just blown away by i i haven't felt like that in a movie in a really long time so Spider-Man has a lot to live up to, just like The Last Jedi. Just Civil like, War came close to that for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Civil War was and Winter Soldier were fucking fantastic. You know, they were they were great. Uh, but this movie was kind of like, you know, it's like, okay, like, cool. He's introduced. Let's now let's get going. Well, I'm a little nervous going. for the next movie. The little, uh, and here's why. I'm nervous for the next movie because it's supposed to take place right after Infinity War. And you can't do what fucking, like, DC TV does. Or like they go out and fight like a, a world ending type of situation, and nobody mentions it again for the rest of the sh- like the series. Oh, like, I so hope like Spider, like I hope you can't have the second Spider Man. Yeah, and that's what I'm afraid of. Is that I mean, you remember like Spider? You mean 2. are you are you afraid you're going to get an Iron Man three? <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Like I'm afraid that no, I'm I'm afraid you're going to get an Iron Man two, in the sense that like. It, because you have to, you're. Tr- they were trying to build the universe, right? They were trying mm-hmm. to build all this other shit. So a lot of that, like, played into the 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 major plot points of problems I had with that movie. I'm afraid this one because they're going to have to deal with the aftermath of of Infinity War. Yeah. So much so because it's the first movie right after Infinity War. So you're going to have to show, and they already said it takes right. It takes place right afterwards. So you're going to have to have him deal with everything. Of that, and what I really don't want is like in an Infinity War two point five. No, no, where, I don't, I don't where know. half the movie he's dealing with the traumatization of whoever died in in, in you know th- those movies. So that's that's why I'm nervous. Well, about the if, it, it was, yeah, I mean, if they do that, they should do that, but just not the first hour and a half of the movie. They should do something like he should be down and like pretty much down and out in the first portion of that movie where you have a villain now taking advantage of the fact that everyone got wiped out and all the shit's Well, that's how you have a Senator Six show up where where Spider-Man's not ready for any of this after, you know, defending the Earth from Thanos. They come in to take advantage. you You could do it, if you do it like this movie did where they just don't acknowledge like Uncle Ben was killed again and he didn't get bitten by a spider, like he got bit by a spider, like don't show any of that. Have it, have it to the, have it in the sense of like he's dealing with it but dealing with it like a normal person would where it doesn't consume, you know, 50 minutes of film. Right. Where it's, it really feels like a next Infinity War movie. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want a downer Spider-Man movie. Maybe like 10, 15 minutes, something. Well, he's going to have to deal with the death of somebody. Or yeah. Some people. Yeah. And he's so a kid. Gonna, 
Yeah. You know? So it's it's gonna it's gonna affect him in some way or another. Just just stay true to the fact that it's gonna affect a kid. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, it'll be interesting. Next year, I mean, we still got Thor Ragnarok left this year. Then next year we've got just a, a shit ton of movies, uh Marvel. Yeah, movies. we also have Justice League too, which Yeah, uh, no. I'm more looking forward to Thor Ragnarok than I am. Yeah, I, I than uh, I am uh Justice and that's, League. And 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 that's only because of the track record. Has nothing to do with you know. It's just the the fact that Wonder Woman Thor is the weakest of all the the Marvel movie, uh, the Marvel like you know uh-huh. cinematic universe. Yeah, the fact that I'm more excited about Thor than I'm about Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman. I know, Superman, man. It looks Aquaman. like they're it looks like they're going all out this time on the Thor movie too. They're just like, let's just get wacky, you know. Let's let's build like well, because- that's a, you can do that with Thor because he's yeah. not a human. <laughs> Yeah, he's not from here. He's in the same world as Guardians of the Galaxy. So it, that's, kind of, yeah, yeah. that's one way to kind of mesh the two things together a little bit or to bring Guardians well, yeah, in Thor, a little bit. Like Thor Dark World spent way too much time on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, whatever. This one's going to take place. It's a space adventure, buddy buddy movie. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for that movie. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. And then we get uh, what we get: Black Panther. Then we get Infinity War, and then we get Ant Man and the Wasp. Well, before that, we get the Last Jedi. <laughs> and that, well, yeah, shit. <laughs> I was going on Marvel, but yeah, you're right. Which uh, I didn't get any trailers uh, in front of Spider Man. I was one of the first times I think ever that's ever happened to me. Um, unless I'm watching IMAX, sometimes they don't show any trailers. They just go right they into only the movie. Show, they only show the but, trailer that they're gonna have. Uh, in IMAX back in the day, there wasn't a lot of IMAX releases. Yeah, um, it would just go right into the movie, right after the. Yeah, because there weren't commercial. a lot of previews for other movies that were going to be there. You yeah, know? yeah. I think for like the only commercials we ever got were like, "This is how much IMAX has changed." When you went to go see an actual IMAX movie, like Harry Potter, the last two Harry Potters, uh, the last two Matrixes, those were those were special things that people didn't, the studios didn't do. Right, they only did it for like big events. And I remember the Dark Knight was a major one I did, opening night for that. Um, even Spider-Man 2, I think I went to go see in IMAX. It was different um, because you never got to see that before. Like Lord uh, of, of the course, Rings. Avatar. But Lord every single yeah. Right, yeah. Every single time, though, those movies would come out, they would be in the theaters for a shit ton of time. And the only previews that you would get would be the like the nature IMAX movies. Like the, right. The, the National Geographic type right. movies. Yeah. Those were the only ones you ever got. Like so, to give you to give you an idea of how much has changed that people rely on IMAX because people realize that IMAX people will go to IMAX. Um, I I can't remember the last time I I saw uh, one of those type of trailers. I had what did I have in front of my movie? I had Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. I had Justice League. I had The Last Jedi. Um, God, how did The Last Jedi play on IMAX? I've seen the ever since the trailer popped. I think I've been to the movies in IMAX three times. Every single time, it's like we're watching it the first time because it's just gigantic. <laughs> it looks so fucking good. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I think those were the three three movies I got. Oh, mm-hmm. Valerian. I, I no, did I see Valerian? I, no, I didn't see Valerian. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, that uh, so in a couple of weeks we get Dunkirk and Valerian. I'm going to end up watching both, um, and uh, I'm not going to see Valerian unless the ratings come out really well. Yeah, I got to pick and choose, and if I got to pick or choose, like somebody like Luke, 
Luke Besson or or Christopher Nolan, I'm going to choose Christopher Nolan every time. Yeah, no, for sure. He's got a, just a tremendous track record. I cannot wait to see that movie. It's it's very exciting. And, it's and, and, it's going to get the one. It's, he's yeah. got to stay on a path too. This is one of those. Yeah. You're not going to yep. get like a top at the end of the movie. You're not going to get like, okay, what the hell just happened at the end of the movie? <laughs> you're going to get an actual definitive ending. Like he can't be a fucking lazy ass. <laughs> he has to give us an ending, or the That's, ending is implied because it's historical. Right. Right. No, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with something historical like that. And then, of course, before that, we get War of the, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, which I'm oh so fucking God. excited. Oh so my fucking God. That's excited. An, that's next week, I think. Yep, yep. So that'll be or our this next week re- coming up when this that'll drops. Be, be this uh, week. Yep, that'll be our next review. Oh, I fucking can't wait. Yeah, man, it's an exciting time. But uh, anyway, yeah, so that's uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. We both liked it, both enjoyed it. Uh, we want to see more from it. More, It's got a lot of potential to really grow into something awesome and add to the MCU that's ever-growing MCU. But uh, that was uh, episode 89 of Chew On This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Nick. Don't forget uh, San Francisco Comic-Con, September 2nd. We will be live at 10 p.m. Come see us. Chew on that. Until next time, folks. Later. <laughs>